blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day, brothers and sisters. We are in the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let's greet our Lord with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. May your grace, Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So for those of you who are joining us online, um, the first reading is from the second book of the Kings, chapter 5, verses 14 to 17. The second reading is, again, the letter of St. Paul to Timothy. It's the second letter, uh, chapter 2, verses 8 to 13. And last but not least, gospel is according to Luke, chapter 17, 11 to 19. So I'll start with the first reading, a reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman went down and plunged into the Jordan seven times as the word of Elisha, the man of God. Naaman's flesh became again like the flesh of a little child, and he was cleaned of his leprosy. Naaman returned with his whole retinue to a man of God. On his arrival, he stood before Elisha and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a gift from your servant. Elisha replied, As the Lord lives whom I serve, I will not take it. And despite Naaman's urging, Elisha still refused. Naaman said, If you will not accept, please let me, your servant, have two mule loads of earth, for I will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifice to any other God except to the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, It's it's actually quite a dramatic um, real story from the Old Testament. And I'll come back to why it's interesting. He was blessed. Naaman was obviously blessed. But he asked for two mule loads of earth. Why did he ask for some earth to take back home? (laughs) So just to give you a bit of a background, Naaman is from Syria. And obviously, um, we are in Israel. Um, Elisha is a prophet from Israel. And there's an Israeli king. The times are times of war. Nobody trusts each other. Uh, Jesus is in Israel. So Naaman is a general. Uh, He has obviously leprosy. And the king in Syria um, knew of a prophet who can save and cleanse, obviously, Jesus in Israel. So he asked the Israeli king if Naaman can be saved. And come, and come to Israel to be saved. And initially, 
the Israeli king at that time thought this was some sort of threat um, in terms of the two uh, nations. But on the um, convincing of uh, Elisha, the prophet, the king of Israel allowed him to come, allowed Naaman to come and be healed by the Jesus. But Elisha intention is actually not for Naaman to be healed. His only intention was to allow Naaman, a um, non-Israelite, to witness the word and hear the words of the Lord. So it's actually quite interesting because when Naaman traveled all the way from Syria to Israel, Elisha, who invited him, never met up with him. So think of someone inviting you to mm -hmm. visit them or to be healed. This is your, your only hope of salvation or, or healing from leprosy, a serious disease at that time. But the person actually never meets with you. So Naaman was actually very cross. And then on the convincing of his servants, he listened to the prophet Elisha's words, which is at the beginning of this reading. He plunged into the Jordan seven times, not knowing why. He just listened. Does that ring a bell? Faith? So do you know the rest of the story? He was healed. And now coming back to the end of the reading, Elisha believed in the Lord. He was healed. He had the faith. He acted on it for no good reason. He just believed and he was saved. And at the end, Elisha, uh, Naaman took back uh, some soil back to his home because he wanted to build a uh, temple to start the evangelization process outside of Israel. Exactly. So you see one thing that comes into my mind when I read this passage is someone who quietly accepted the Lord, one of our best apostles ever, is Mary. Mm -hmm. During the during Annunciation, she did what she was told. She did not argue. It was something that was difficult. No reason at all, but she just accepted and actively obeyed the Lord and look at her blessings. So you, you hear this again in the gospel passage, um, but uh, I think uh, maybe perhaps we can pause here to see if there's any comments. The link, there, there must be some link with the, with the gospel, which is, which is practically the leprosy, right? Uh, so as uh, the healing happened to Naaman, now we will see. But this is well before the time of Christ. Yes. Yes, yes before. Yes, yes, yes. Before yes. the time of Christ. This is still in the Old Testament. Yes, yes. that's right. And uh, Elisha, the prophet, is the one next to Elijah, yeah. remember? Okay. And it's very interesting what, what you pointed out there, uh, Patrick, about the just the word, no? At the word of Elisha. Naaman went on and plunged at the word of Elisha. Importance of the word. 
No, at first, uh, he didn't believe in, in the, the advice of the mediation. Yes, yes. I mean, he, he complained. It's too easy. Yeah, too easy. I'm <laughs> expecting something more demanding. More, okay. Right. However, <laughs> it, it seems that he's playing him a joke. Yeah. Uh, send him away, you go away and then watch seven times and come back to me. <laughs> that also came to my mind. That, uh, you know, when he was challenged by his servants, Naman was challenged by his servants, what if he asks you something hard? Yes. When you're not doing, how much more you should do? This is too easy. Yeah. You know? I mean, you, you should, I mean Naman should thank his servant and Israel life servant, perhaps a slave, uh, you know, prisoner yeah. of war, whatever. Right. Yeah, and then from him is uh, yeah. Yes, it's it's twice actually. There's the two episodes of the servants. One was when he was still in Syria, <clears throat> the servant of his wife, this child who was taken as a prisoner from Israel said, "If you only go to Israel, there is a prophet." Then, as you mentioned, Patrick, this prophet did not even meet up with him; just gave him the word, <laughs> "Go there." Okay, and then. He refused again. But then again, his servants, the ones who went with him, said, well, he was asking you something so easy. Why, why won't you not do it? And then somehow some reactions are like that. Uh, well, usually we, we expect something big from God. But, you know, our, the God we believe in is, is always surprises us <laughs> because we have a, a kind of mindset uh, which actually are obstacles, not really helpful at all. I, yeah, and I think that someone like Naaman didn't know God. Right? Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know. So he probably came from a you know, yeah. pagan worship. And a background. Yeah. Yes. Another background. So he said, how could this be so easy? Because he had no context to understanding of what mm-hmm. the God of Israel was. Yes. And, and the transformation in this, in this reading is then at the end. Yeah. Where he said, I will not worship any other God. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so beautiful, not because now going to the gospel, we will see it was not enough. That, that physical healing was not enough. The Lord will say, at the end of the gospel, your faith has saved you. So let's listen to the gospel. Yeah. It's important. So this is a, you can see not just the, the healing, but after the healing, there should be, I mean, the right. external healing. There must be some spiritual healing. Otherwise, those external healing would be meaningless. Right. Okay. We're reading okay. from Holy Gospel according to me. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raise their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan, Jesus said in reply. Ten were cleansed. Were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? 
Then Jesus said to the Samaritan, stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The gospel of Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, we usually blame the nine uh, ungraceful lepers. You are not grateful, then perhaps some other days later you will, in our mind, we will say that, okay, you will become leper again. <laughs> this is very natural of us. However, I will, I will say that, well, they perhaps they would return later. You know, okay, I follow your instruction. I go to see the priest. I, I'm very eager to go to see the priest because I want to be um, uh, to be united, to, to go back to normal life. So I, I will not blame okay. the nine lepers. You're a good man. No, 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 no. Not, well, very inclusive. You yeah. have to. I mean, very give, give them time. Perhaps they will come back later. All right. Now, this. One thing which I'm curious about is the Samaritan. Okay, the Samaritan, now Jesus told him to go to the priest. Well. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Now, that, that's, a, that's a, I don't know whether a Samaritan yeah. is allowed to, to, to right. see the priest. Yeah, <laughs> but Jesus gave his own. <laughs> oh, their own priest, right? Yeah, so which means, right, which means he has to travel all the way back to Samaritan. It will be a long, long time, right? Yeah. But. I think I think what makes this Samaritan leper good is his, his immediate reaction yes. is not to, to go through the procedure. Okay, rather he would say, oh, I should thank, say thank you. Instead of, you know, okay, uh, the, not, what, the formal procedure later. Okay, uh, this is very childlike. This is good. Mm -hmm. I think we should appreciate that. Whereas the other nine, probably their mother, brother, mature. Okay, I will follow the procedure. And I'm eager to go home. I'm okay. It doesn't mean I'm not thankful. Okay. <laughs> we should not deny them of this possibility. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good that I would also say. Very that much. It shows that faith can appear in the strangest places. <laughs> yes. You know, the one person. We didn't really understand. You know. okay, yeah. he, what, what did Jesus say to the apostles after he, the resurrection? It was Thomas who doubted them. Yeah. They believed without seeing. Yeah. yeah. You know, this yes. man, I guess, just yes. intuitively. But he was open. open. He was open, open. to them. You know, you know, Deacon, I was I just. I like what Deacon said too. Yes. Everybody should think about that. So, somebody really said, this. Uh, if if all those ten really follow the procedure, then it took some time. Right. And his this this other commentator was saying, if even this Samaritan went through the whole procedure and it took some time, then it was really I mean admirable for him to come back. You know, mm -hmm. so following the whole procedure, but then realizing he was healed. He could not, it's indispensable for him to go back and say thank you, no matter how far, <laughs> you know, because there are many, there are really yeah. many, many things in this gospel that make you think. And then what is the other one uh, that Jesus was saying, 
So your your commentary is you start with the nine, no? <laughs> not, return, not with the one who returned. But then there is a completion in the one who returned, which we do not know for the for the other nine. No, the completion not. is what Jesus said. No, stand up. And go, mm. your faith has saved you. This is, this is good. This is good. So it's not just physical healing. No. Yes. There is salvation. Okay. I guess that was that made the difference. You know what we say. Yeah, so the, the key difference is I think um the key point is the being graceful is the key point. Faith, yes. Uh, we usually take faith for granted. Mm. Okay, oh, I believe in God. But what does it mean? It has to be manifest in, in other ways. For example, gracefulness. gratefulness. I should be grateful, but uh, well, you know, faith is something too abstract, uh, something really challenging and difficult. However, um, I think being grateful. Of being merciful, being you know, all these things we are able to do. Okay, whereas to believe in in God is something so intangible. Yeah. So talking about that, it's uh, this chapter actually is the continuation of last Sunday, Christian chapter seventeen, which begins with increase our, our faith. faith. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, it's somehow in the link there. Yes. So instead of increasing your faith, okay, uh, well, this is how I interpret the, uh, the the gospel last time. We should be you know, doing some other things else rather than they simply increase our faith. <laughs> you were saying less. It's not just faith in the abstract, but yeah. service. Yeah. Okay, because also the gospel linked the unprofitable servant with that in yeah. his So here it's linked with healing. Okay. The completeness of the faith would also include the healing. Mm-hmm. And that is beautiful. Yes. I think a lot of we may not be aware of our Not just physical. No. The physical is just a symbol of what the internal. But, but mo- most of the time, most of the time, we are like the elder son who is yes. not aware That's right. of you know their own needs and illness, sickness. Whereas, okay, the younger son, because of all the foolishness, yeah. he knows. Okay, he's he's, <laughs> he's hungry. He's, you know, oh, I know the problem. Yeah, most of us. You are citing the parable of the prodigal son, chapter seventeen. That's a good point. Because as the old son, we often go, I'm practicing my faith and going to church and God's reward. Obey your order. I've done everything. everything. So what's wrong with me? I don't see I have anything wrong. That's the problem. I think that's a lot of people think faith is. It's just right. So, I mean, the nine levers, I'm, I'm doing what is required. So, what's wrong with me? I'm yeah. not wrong <laughs> So, this is like the little thing. Yes. So, part of uh, being faithful is being grateful. Yeah. Okay. The attitude of faith includes gratitude. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, it also begins with the attitude of prayer because... Yeah, at the beginning of this gospel, we have that beautiful uh, 
prayer there, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, Master, have pity on us. So that could be also one line we can take from this gospel. And with that, we can go to the second reading. Because that takes us now to Jesus. Uh, H.Y.? Okay. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. Such is my gospel, for which I am suffering, even to the point of chains, like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I bear with everything for the sake of those who are chosen, so that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus, together with eternal glory. This saying is trustworthy. If we have died with Christ, we shall also live with him. If we persevere, we shall also reign with him. But if we deny him, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I was just saying, you know, we're linking this now with yeah. the gospel. The prayer in the gospel is Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And the reading, the second reading begins with remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. You have here uh, raised from the dead, so the Lord, you know, and then also descendant of David, so it's his humanity. The whole Jesus Christ is divine and, and human. human yeah. Not so beautiful. And such is my gospel. Remember Jesus Christ. Uh, Saint Paul, I think we all remember, did not really meet Jesus in flesh and blood. He met the recent Christ. The recent Christ. And the way to Damascus, while persecuting the followers, he met not the one that the apostles met, but already the full uh, resurrected. resurrected Christ. But he uh, he recognizes the fullness. No, there's also the descendant of David, the humanity of Christ, and and that uh, that made him also uh, that inspired him to accept everything. He said, "No, for which I am suffering." Even wow. to the point of change, like a criminal. Because that, that is the witness that we have of Christ. That's, it's not really just immediately the glorious Christ. It's the suffering, you know, the crucified and the risen Christ. You know, in the theology of St. Paul, the, the full transformation of a Christian is really, uh, I have been crucified with Christ. And the life I now live is not my own. It's Christ living in me. Okay, so there is always the passion together with the resurrection. And so we can accept everything. And that is what makes Paul really admirable. This letter, we remind you, is one written in prison. Okay, you remember he's talking to Timothy. Uh, a young bishop, a young say collaborator is now heading a church. I said, do not let them uh, reduce you to nothing because of your youth. Actually, 
uh, live your faith in Christ, for which no, I suffer. Can I ask you, do you think it was because at that time, you know, as Christianity began to spread, there was a lot of persecution on Christians, yes, so they yes. took that on knowing to really become one of the we will suffer. Yes, yeah. yes. Because that, that is the completeness of the faith. Actually, yeah. in all the letters of Paul, it's like that. Even if we say, we did not witness Christ uh, during his passion and his death, but he knows that that is part of the tradition right. of Christians. Right. And so he accepted everything. Because, you know, it's, it's important no? that we have the whole Paschal mystery, passion, death, and resurrection. Because right. uh, if you remember in the letter to Corinthians, one of the problems was <clears throat> some of the community members wanted only the glorified Christ, right, right. the one who will give them the, the spirit so that they can speak in tongues, you know, do marvelous works. Right. So what about the, the other suffering. side? Yeah. The suffering. So if we have died with Christ, we shall also live with him. That is the, if we yeah. persevere, we shall also reign with him. And and some commentators, some scholars have a problem with this line. But if we deny him, he will deny us. If we deny him, he will deny us. But then again, if we are unfaithful, he yeah. remains faithful, faithful yeah. for he cannot deny himself. Okay, because yeah, is why, why, is, why is that? <laughs> I mean, there seems to be a contradiction. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because the denial will come like a very intentional one. Yeah. An intentional one. You refuse to accept the, the reign of Christ in you. So in a way, you are putting it upon yourself. But if we remain unfaithful, maybe because of our weakness, yeah. he still remains faithful. He will help us overcome that weakness, that unfaithfulness. Yeah, because I think there's a difference between denying and being unfaithful. Yes, yes. Because you can be unfaithful, but you can turn in half faith eventually. But if you deny Christ, yes, yes. not interested. Like the unfaithfulness that happened in the life of Peter. Peter denied Christ three times. Yes, but he knew that was out of. Cowardice, fear. So, I guess this is the call, the the completeness of the faith. So, we said the healing, yes, the the service, but also the participation in the life of Christ. Not the easy thing. (laughs) Not the easy thing, because it involves suffering. Oh, yeah. When you read the history of the early church, I've been trying to do that, but you know, just by people, you know, the suffering and the persecution. If you watch that film, Paul the Apostle, uh-huh. and see the the scenes about the persecution, uh, the, the Christians being oh, torched, yeah. at some point I had to stop because I could not take it. You know, they were used as torch by Nero. Yeah, terrible. Trying to make them as this. And it lasted for hundreds of years. It's yes. like the Diocletian, right almost to the end of the Roman Empire. Yes. Yes. So it was hard. Yeah, I mean, those are people who truly had faith. 
so we go now to the part of our uh, reflections. Can we maybe from our, we start from our uh, participants in the online on Zoom? May I call uh, Lavinia? Are you there? You're listening. Oh, okay. Uh, she she muted herself. I thought she's. Oh, I think you're speak. right. Okay. She's unmuted. Sister Leonila, would you like <laughs> to share with us your thoughts, your reflections? Okay. I, I, I will try. Maybe <laughs> there's a lot of things you know, that we can uh, we can see in this in our readings oh. from our readings you know, from the first reading to the. Now that salvation or Jesus saves everybody first. No? Because as we know in the gospel, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and passing through, in fact, they said passing, going to Jerusalem is, is like, uh, and then he passes from Samaria to Galilee. I mean, yes, yes, this yes, one. Yes. And this where he encountered these 10 lepers. Mm -hmm. And then, and out of these 10 lepers, one is a Samaritan, which is not a Jew. Oh, yeah. However, uh, he is the one who actually, because I, as I was reading this, this uh, the passage, I said, when this, they obeyed immediately Jesus, now go and uh, show yourselves to the priest. They did not question anything because they are still <clears throat> they still had leprosy. That they did not question anything about it. They they obeyed and went to to see the priest. And my my question is, how come that they went immediately? That they did is this faith? No, that is my question. And then so after that they were healed, and one returned, which is a Samaritan, returned to Jesus. But the other ten. The other nine did not. And so some commentators say that these are Jews. And usually they have their own like frame Jews. of mind that first they have to accomplish the law. However, yeah. this Samaritan is not, is, is not, is, is a pagan or a <laughs> it's away from the law. Does it, does it have <laughs> the law in his mind? No. Gerard, Gerard so, has a question. Wait, wait. No, I think, Sister, you brought up a really good point. It made me think think about you know the, the story of the Good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. He was the only one that helped the poor man that was robbed along the roads. Because, had all the Jews and Pharisees yes. passed by. And here's another example of Samaritan. Samaritan. You know, follow the law. Yeah, we're not to do quarantine. Sister, you know. <laughs> <laughs> was not uh, like uh, a slave of the law, no. The Samaritan just because out of gratitude, he yeah. has to return to thank Jesus. Mm -hmm. And or the, the healer, no, we say maybe, although they know that he is Jesus, because they in fact it said that in this gospel passage, they had the name of Jesus. Yes. Jesus, yes. Master, mm -hmm. uh, please heal us, no? He said, Oh, right. Yes, so, yeah, so they recognized him as Jesus. Right. Then and then this 10, it's like going, going, Jesus going to Jerusalem to accomplish his mission as a savior. That 10 can be a representative of all humanity. You no, know, so it pagans, the Jews, like that. You no. Know. 
However, we can see here that uh, they say that not everybody, I mean, faith, no. Yeah. Maybe in the beginning, they, they, they were interested to be healed, but only the Samaritan encountered the Savior. And the turning back or the, the returning to Jesus is like a conversion to mm -hmm. enter into communion with the Savior, the one of the healer. Yes. Because the faith. And there was the faith. Uh, one of the commentators say that uh, to encounter the healer you know, is to, well, where, where did I, maunus in, in Italiano, no? Yes. <laughs> only one has faith actually only one has faith and encountered the savior that was the samaritan and then in this commentator also i said that but in the samaritan has the responsibility for the other nine okay yeah to be like to be to be like a missionary for the other nine because he was uh, yes. yeah, he did that to, to let them be to let to let them enter into a real communion with the savior. In fact, the word no? so it is to be in, in this Eucharist day, the Eucharist or the celebration of the Eucharist is Thanksgiving. It was only the, the Samaritan that enjoyed no. This this communion communion with the Savior by, by his communion with Jesus, mm -hmm. and then uh, also I will go to the first reading. This, uh, Naaman, Naaman, as we know, was uh, general. You have said general and trusted uh, general of the the king of Aram or the king of Syria. But in the beginning, the first uh, verse of uh, chapter five. It is, uh, <clears throat> there is a passage there that says, God, no, okay, since, no, since through him Yahweh had, uh, had granted victory to the Aramean. So therefore, Naaman was already, no, God has already in my using uh, Naaman to be his instrument. He is a pagan, but his instrument. Also, when I was read that, like, nor because I saw myself here, Naaman. No, <laughs> Naaman is using his reason in the beginning. That's reason. Know how how he reasoned out that he did not yes. want to submerge to himself. You know, yeah, yeah. because uh, because maybe he's intelligent like that, no. Mm -hmm. And although in in the end, through the through the um, this, through his servant, he he obeyed. Who obeyed? Because also, I would say here, sometimes we have our own expectations. We expect according to our frame of mind. But we cannot frame God in our mind. God has his own way of, of uh, like, maybe of doing, doing his, uh, of giving his grace to us. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is just to accept and to recognize that one. Not to, not to be conditioned by our our intelligence, maybe if we have. Thank you for uh, uh, 
confessing that you identify with Naaman. <laughs> yes, because uh, me, I don't obey immediately. No? Well, if I do not understand, yes. no, I don't obey. Yes. So it is also in Naaman, I saw myself, he did not immediately obey because he reasoned out himself. The, there are there are more beautiful rivers in, in Syria. No? Yes. And well, so it's there. was a general, remember? He was a general. Yeah, a general. A general. Yes, giving orders and knowing the information. So it's not easy to convince him. No? So anyway, very, very nice reflection, Sister Leonila. Yeah. You are we're, you are pointing out the the aspect of mission. And I agree with that. Actually, in St. Luke, that is very strong. In St. Luke, the Samaritan comes in and out of the yeah. scenes in the gospel, according to St. Luke. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you want to add? Wait, what happened? Your Wi-Fi? Hello? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, me? Yes, yes. Now it's clear. No, I think that's uh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, no, also mm-hmm. the, the the act of giving something to to the to the Felicia, they say that God's gift cannot be brought, cannot be bought. We cannot buy God's gift. Yeah. Given freely, oh, right. uh, received freely, point. give freely. Yeah. Those yeah. Passages that we can also remember. Yes. Yeah. The last part of the first reading. Yeah, right. When well, uh, Alicia did not accept. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, we can hear something from the background. Anybody else? Janice or, or Patrick, would you like to add anything? Yeah? Only it's about the, the first reading. Mm-hmm. Man. Because uh, under the work of God, mm-hmm. how he bring the people This is like a become sick, even though he is not uh he's, he's, he was not worshiping God, mm-hmm. but God really took his own. So mm-hmm. I can say that no matter who you are, who we are, we don't know that maybe either here bad or good, maybe we do not know that God maybe love him more than me. So you cannot judge people. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I think in the gospel, I mean, the one who truly shows us. Uh, the open, uh, God, God appearing in unexpected places. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just remember now because of the one of the catechesis of both. Francis about discernment. No? Mm-hmm. Discernment. When you are trying to see where is God in this situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. you have to be open to all possible yes. uh, circumstances or situations and do not exclude anything. Yes, yes. Because we have a God of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for this and uh, maybe... Patrick can lead us now with our prayer. Uh, Sister Yurila brought out the part of our of God revealing Himself to even the pagans. Okay, 
uh, Naaman, the first reading, and now the Samaritan and the Gospel. So let us praise the Lord who reveals himself to the nations. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed his nations, his saving power. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the almighty and merciful God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.